Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. From Los Angeles, it's Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, at Conversations Radio. On uh, Twitter, we're at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E. Kind of clever, right? At Converse Radio. And on Facebook, we are simply Conversations, the podcast. All of our podcasts, speaking of podcasts, are on Apple Podcasts. Go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and voila. They're all right there, tucked in quite nicely. Soon to be 91 episodes. Tonight's guest is voiceover sensation Taylor Page Henderson, and my co-host is going to be Emma Grace Berardelli. I want to thank our guest from two weeks ago. Ava Bianchi joined us with Bonnie Gordon. Ava Bianchi, an actress, dancer, singer, the sister of Soso Bianchi, actually. Both are just acting powerhouses. She's tried her hand at voiceover as well. And she's also doing um, a lot of uh, stage stuff as well. So uh, look for that podcast. Episode 19, again, thanks to Bonnie Gordon, all things nerd. She's just amazing. Just amazing, amazing actress and friend. We worked together, actually. So that was kind of cool. So again, that podcast is available. Go ahead and check it out. Hey, great show tonight. Again, we've got uh, Emma and Taylor in the wings. Want to remind folks as well, things are opening up in SoCal. Looking good. Outdoor dining's back. Got to go out for sushi on my birthday, which was a, a treat. It was really, really cool. And um, barbers as well. Beauty salons are open. Uh, I definitely need to get mine cut at some point. And uh, nail salons too. So uh, things are opening up here. And I understand in New York, uh, inside dining has resumed. So great. Good for that. And of course, Texas. Um, where our guest is from, she's from Amarillo. Um, they're just open up totally. It's like COVID. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, they got theaters and the whole thing. And um, again, we'll be talking um, to Taylor in just a second about her movie, Irrigan the Witch, which is out. It is out in theaters. And tomorrow it's on um, available on HBO Max. This is an amazing, amazing movie. Animated feature from Japan with uh, Taylor in the lead as Earwig. So we'll talk to her in just a second. My co-host needs a really new introduction. She's uh, amazing. From New York, she is uh, a dancer, a singer, an actress. She's also a heck of a bass player. She's got that bass set right around her neck, man, and she just jams. She's really, really good. She's done uh, White Christmas, uh, uh, two seasons of White Christmas, Broadway National Tour. She's also been in Matilda, Ragtime, Gypsy, all kinds of stuff here. And she's done some regional stuff as well. The big challenge now, of course, in New York is all the theaters are closed. So we need to get Broadway open back up. And that includes off-Broadway too. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But I want to bring her back. She's in Brooklyn where it's covered with snow. We did a test uh, connection last night to make sure everything was dialed in and... uh, Man, <laughs> it's like a ski resort in her front yard. Definitely a lot of snow. Want to say hi to Emma Grace Berardelli. Emma, how are you? Hey, I'm doing awesome. How are you today? Fine. Welcome back to Conversations Radio. You kind of really slid right in there as a co-host really quick. So uh, Thank congratulations. Thank you. I'm very happy to be back. I love Conversation Radio. We're glad to have you here as well. Again, uh, New York City, uh, you're in, I want to say, is it Diker Heights? 
Yes, Diker Heights, Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Great. A lot of snow there. Yes, Probably, I made a big snowman yesterday. Oh, wow. For the first time in a while. So, yes, a whole ski resort in my backyard. That's yes. great. Awesome. So, snow in Brooklyn, snow in Manhattan, probably. Probably Long yes. Island. And I imagine Upstate's probably got tons of snow. You go to Upstate New York a lot? I um I don't go to Upstate New York a lot, but I do go in, like, Halloween and fall time near Upstate, but not in the woods, like, my family's not the type of people to do that. We're adventurous, but not that much. Not that so, much. so is the Halloween candy better in upstate New York? Um, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I have my preferences. No, it's Very just good. it's really fun. It's a family tradition. We've been going like towards upstate, not fully in, but towards upstate for a while now. Very cool. Well, I'm glad you're back. And again, uh, your podcast did very, very well. A lot of folks tuned in. That was a lot of fun. We talked about Ooh. the things you do. And um, the snow definitely a factor for you. Now you are you're back at school, right? School's yes, open. Yes, I actually went back in person today after our big snowstorm. Um, we've been successfully going in person for a while, but of course we have our week quarantines or like just taking a break in our breaks. But we are heading into a fun week at school. Next week is Catholic Schools Week, which the first day is Wacky Hat Day. So I'm going to go to the max and be all crazy. Wacky yeah, hats. Yeah, tomorrow's Super Bowl Sunday at school. Today. I heard of that. I heard of that. <laughs> yeah. I was on a cruise once. It was a, a Norwegian cruise line, and they had a red hat society. Hmm. There was like a hundred ladies. Then they all wore red hats, like a like a, an organization. Um, oh wow! It was really, really cool, actually. Yeah. The red hat ladies. Right there, you go. Well, glad to have <laughs> you back, and you know our <laughs> guest as well. You guys have done a couple things together. Taylor Page yes. Henderson. I tell you, she really is um, the bee's knees. Uh, this uh, gal has done a ton of on-stage stuff. We're talking Fun Home. My goodness. Also, Matilda. She was an Annie. She's done some regional commercials there in Texas. But she is most notably known for her role as Earwig in Earwig and the Witch. This is a Japanese animated feature that has come to America and dubbed in English. Taylor, who has done no voiceover stuff at all before this, booked the lead role of Earwig. She had a, uh, a very reality-based moment yesterday when she was in the theater to see her name in the credits. It's really happening. A phenomenal uh, animated feature. It is in theaters now. If you've got theaters open, it's probably there. And tomorrow, it debuts on HBO Max. I know I'll be watching it with my uh, cup of Starbucks and some popcorn and, and all that, and I can't wait to see it. The trailer looks amazing. If you go online, you'll find the trailer for this. And you're going to want to see it. And mm -hmm. my wife, she goes, I like the cat. It's, it's going to be very, very cool. Taylor Page Henderson is from Texas. She's a Texas gal, Amarillo. And splits her time between L.A., New York, and Amarillo, Texas. I want to say hi to Taylor Page Henderson. Hey, Taylor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. Welcome back to Conversations. Well, welcome to your first visit to Conversations <laughs> Radio. Glad to have you here. How are things in Amarillo? Pretty good. The weather was really nice today. I mean, my brother went outside for a little bit. Very different from New York. But you guys get snow there as well, right? Uh, yes, we do. We get a good amount in the winter, but once it hits February, we're just dry. Back to dry for the rest of the year. Wow. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, of course, I'm thrilled that uh, starting March 14th, daylight savings time. So longer, yes. longer days. Ooh, I just can't yes. get this um, 
dark at five o'clock. It's just crazy. I know. It's yeah. But the days are getting longer. I will say that. So that, that yeah. that's a good thing. And um, <laughs> Amarillo, Texas, Texas general, it gets cold and it can get hot as well. So oh, it's so hot. In the yeah, I bet. And New York too. And you, you guys get humidity, right? Oh um, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so once bad. like a million years ago, it feels like, but it got to like one hundred and like six or something. It felt like it, and I was like, <gasps> and I was just playing outside. I was like, help me! But we got a pool this summer, so it was a perfect cool nice. down. Perfect you guys cool get down. get those power outages as well? Those brownouts or? Um, do we don't get those power outages. Man, We're not that on. that hot but we do it definitely gets very humid here days of summer just around the corner just bring us spring <laughs> i'll be happy with that for sure hey uh, all the way from amarillo texas taylor page henderson's with us taylor you are a, a singer a dancer actress and now a voiceover artist and you've been doing this for quite some time when did it all start to click for you i mean one day did you say hey mom i want to be an actress or did mom suggest it to you how did it start for you? Well, when we moved, a few years after we moved to Amarillo from Dallas, mm. someone suggested to my parents, because I was a very active child, okay. and they suggested to my parents, say, hey, you should like check out classes at this theater here, and I think she'd really like it. And so my parents were like, oh my gosh, yes, that's like such a good idea. And so they put me in classes and I did my first show, which was Alice in Wonderland. And I was like, um, yes. Aww. And I was five. And five. I knew. I was like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to do anything else. This is good right here. You know, it's <laughs> funny, Emma, is like five is the magic number. It's like everybody starts with like three or five. Yeah, yeah, like I started, like dancing um competitively at like five, six and singing a little bit later. But like five is like when you start to find yourself. <laughs> I know. And, so. and the, the stage, um, obviously musical theater a, a big part of your your life. And yes. you feel at home on the stage, don't you? Oh yeah. It's been a minute, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean and, and, and again, right now of course things are a little tough with uh, the pandemic. So I know you. I know you guys miss it. Yeah. yeah but you had the opportunity to do, and again, this is before all the all the voiceover stuff. You had the opportunity to work on some fantastic productions. Fun Home, I believe, won a Tony on Broadway. Yeah. Was that in Sacramento? Um, that was in San Antonio okay. and here. Oh, Annie was in Sacramento. Yes, Annie okay. was in Sacramento. You auditioned and landed the role of Allie uh, in The Bedwetter. That's Sarah Silverman's The Bedwetter. Again, yeah. that's hanging right now because we're trying to get things open. Mm -hmm. But you're slated to play that on stage. So congratulations on that. And again, both Fun Home and The Bedwetter, kind of heavy. And again, Fun Home did phenomenal out here in Southern California. Uh, it, Fun Home's it, a good show. It's really good. I'm, it's just, sure, it, I'm sure you were really great in it. And Ring of Keys, such a good song. Such a good song. That song. I have so many videos of me singing that too. It's... How was the audition for that, for Fun Home? For Fun Home... I, well, in San Antonio, I was probably 11, okay. maybe even 10 when I auditioned. So definitely very heavy content for some of my age. Yeah. And I sang my song and I did my monologue and I walked out and they asked my, they asked to talk to my mom. Oh. And they said, hey, will you go get your mom? 
like, yeah. And so I went to my mom. My mom went over there and talked to the director and the assistant director, and they were kind of just chit-chatting and whatever. <laughs> and then we got to the car. My mom would not tell me what they were talking about till we got out to the car. Right. So we went out to the car, and she was like, so they were like, she is really good. Like, we really enjoyed her performance. Um, we'll definitely let y'all know really soon. And I was so, so excited. Um, and then a few weeks later, they were like, we would love to give Taylor the role of Small Allison in Fun Home. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> I was really excited. And from the clips I've seen, you are on point. That obviously to play that role, it, number one, it's very physically demanding. Yes. It's because it, and, and there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way the, the way the stage is set up and the performers and the characters and and you got to fly, which is really cool. That's um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was so cool. But uh, a wonderful cast on that, and again, you're there on the forefront as mm-hmm. well. The bedwetter again, Sarah Silverman. She's hilarious. She's so funny, but she's got a very very you know serious story, and I think the yeah. uh, the play has done very well. And I think you will uh, you'll be well in that part as well. So thank you. I'm really maybe, excited. Maybe you'll meet her. I've met her before. I've really? met her twice. Wow. Wow. Very cool. She's hilarious. She is hilarious. At the last two final callbacks for the show, she was there and I got to meet her. She was so funny. Like after I read my scene with a few of the other girls, she looked at me and she was like, You're so mean. <laughs> I love it. Um, She's like, no, I mean that as a good thing. Like, that is good. You're scary. So, well, you know, I first saw her on Saturday Night Live, Mm -hmm. and she was also in uh, School of Rock. Yeah, yeah. And School of Rock, she plays a real total like just a killjoy. She's like, you know, nobody can have any fun. Yeah. You know, really, really, you know. (laughs) Now you've done Matilda as well. What role did you play, Matilda? I played Matilda. Oh, title role. Look at you. Outstanding. How does the uh, stage play musical compare to the movie? So movie Matilda? Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie in such a long time, but I would say they're a little bit different. They're both really sweet, but I think movie Matilda is definitely sweeter. Um, And stage Matilda is a little bit more mischievous and like, you know, Sneaky, I guess. So I, I love the movie, especially like they show little Matilda, which is really cool. They show her with her powers, shutting off the lights, making Cheerios move around the air mm-hmm. and like making her own pancakes. Like sh- they show her independent side, which we do see in like the, as you know, the um musical Matilda. But like you see more into her perspective instead of like the whole show. But both are classics, and of course, the musical elements in the musical just makes it even better. I loved like quiet and loud, and everything. I loved it all. Yeah. And again, again, a lot of singing, a lot of moving around, jumping and stuff. And I wonder why Sarah Silverman thought you were mean. You must have had some common ground yeah. there somehow. Like the character that I was reading for is definitely a very mean girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. How exciting. And again, Annie, everyone's done Annie. It's great. You know, it's it's, 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 it's just a standard, stage standard. What was your role in Annie? Annie. You were Annie. Wow. Favorite song from Annie? Maybe. 
Oh. It's so fun. I love it. And my favorite song from Annie? Um, let's see. Uh, I really like Tomorrow as much as like that song was like always in your right. head because of the practice. Tomorrow just made you feel so good with the dog next to you and made you feel so powerful. I played Annie when I was 9, 10, I think. Okay. So that's like a really good memory I have. Singing like a nice challenging song with a huge dog next to me. Yeah. Good memory. Good memory. Stage work, so much going on because not only you got to act – but you also have to sing and sometimes dance, and you got to merge all of that together. That must take a lot of um, a lot of focus. Yeah, singing and dancing at the same time is hard in itself. But like especially during Naughty and Matilda, I was running on and off the stage, getting bottles and like pretending to dump stuff and. Keeping my character, singing, moving, punching the air. Like, it was crazy. Like, three minutes of just nonstop movement, and I could barely breathe when I got off stage. It was crazy. And Emma can relate relate to that. Yeah. Yes, I can. And all this, like, the props moving from the bedroom to the bathroom. And there was, like, around the song of um, Naughty, there was, like, a quick change. And... We gotta love those quick changes, along with all of the singing, acting, yeah. dancing, and movement. The quick changes sneak up from behind you. Yeah. Emma, Emma, you got a funny story about that. I think it was from White Christmas, where a bed was supposed to move and it didn't move. Oh. So tell that story again. <laughs> okay, sure. Yes, yeah, so I was, it was one of my first days on White Christmas, and I was saying the prayer, and I forgot to say amen, which was... Very embarrassing to me because I come from a Catholic school, and if my teachers heard about it, they would be very upset. But little did I know, Amen was actually a cue for um a for Bob to come in, a the character, and everything to move. So I was like, wait, why isn't Bob coming in? Why is nothing moving? And then I realized, oh, I didn't say Amen. Oh, geez. So I learned from my mistake, rookie mistake. But I gotta say, that's like one of one of the few, luckily, and funniest mishaps I have. But everyone has them. It's just a funny one. Mishaps on Fun Home? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once during Ring of Keys, I don't even know what happened, but I forgot my words. So I was just standing there, but I was still like, in the moment, I was still acting and everything. I wasn't just standing there with a blank face. So at least I did that. But I forgot my lyrics for like a few lines and then I picked it back up again on the chorus. And the minute, the minute the lights went out, I was in tears Aww. because, you know, and then, but I had to get over it. And, then, and they didn't fire you, so you're good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I went to see yeah. Fiddler on the Roof years ago. Have you guys seen the movie Fiddler on the Roof? Yeah, okay. I haven't. So Topol, the show. So Topol is the, uh, the actor that plays Tevia in the movie. It just so happens that Topol has also done the stage version many times. The production we went to go see at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood, Topol played Tevia. It was simply amazing, and he's so organized. So he gets on stage, it's the opening number, and hes I guess he had some other actors with him, like, and he says, and you stand over here. And he's, in, I guess apparently the actor wasn't standing where he's supposed to, but he was so, so professional about it and so casual. That unless you were paying attention, you wouldn't have caught that, you know. Um, so, again, those things happen. 
you know, wardrobe malfunctions mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But yeah, what what it's the theater life. It's the it's the it's culture. Yeah. It's what keeps it fresh and yeah. happy. And and the behind the scenes folks, aren't they amazing? All the crew and all the cast, just amazing. The p- people all the way from like set designers to producers and stagehands, just my heart goes out to everyone during these times, but they're all just so amazing. And they're all yeah. union as well, which is which is amazing. Uh, you are you're an actor's equity as well, Taylor. Yes, I got my equity card during Matilda. Did you get your SAG card yet? I'm SAG eligible. I was going to say, yeah, I think you are. Definitely. Yeah. Are you SAG eligible yet? I have no clue. I am not sure. I'll come back to you, you on gotta, that you gotta, you got to find out about that for sure. Let me go ahead and stop down <laughs> just one second, guys. This is Conversations Radio. You're tuned to episode 91 with co-host Emma Grace Berardelli. And my star guest tonight is Taylor Page henderson it's like a trend now all of my guests have three names <laughs> you know I'm, I'm all right with that you, you know but we are live and a lot of listeners guys thanks for listening tonight again a great show and then talking to um taylor page henderson about her new project this we talked last night about this how exciting for you uh earwig and the witch you play the uh the title character of earwig and you voiced this. So tell us how you got that. Voiceover is a little different. The auditions, you know, because your voice is your is your tool. Uh, and even with all the COVID stuff, and Emma, you and I talked about this as well. Uh, it, mm-hmm. the voiceover stuff did not stop. It just kept going. It's no, amazing. Going. And these people are Very busy. Good. There is a lot of work out there. Video games, toys, movies, animated features, like Earwig and the Witch. But you landed this role right out of the gate. So tell me about the process. How did you get the uh, the audition, and and what was the audition like? Um, So my agent sent me the audition, and I get a lot of voiceover auditions. So I was really, really interested in this one because I am a lot like the character. Um, So my mom's usual voiceover routine is we get like the mic ready and everything and we go into the closet ah. because it's really quiet in there. Um, and I realized that I'd used a British accent, which I got to use in Matilda and a few other shows. So I was really, really excited. So I read the lines and I was really good at them, I guess. <laughs> and wow. so then a few weeks, so we just sent that off to my agents. And a few weeks later, <laughs> um, my agent sent me an email and was like, congratulations. Like they picked Taylor for the role. Wow. And we were really confused because I forgot which one that was. <laughs> because I had probably done maybe like seven or eight voiceover auditions from that one. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> so, but then we read, like, what it was. And I was like, no way. Yay. I really wanted. And so, yeah, it was really cool. And I was really excited. You really wanted that role, didn't you? I did. I can tell. I haven't seen it yet, but you say you, you're like the character. Uh, how are you like Earwig? I guess Earwig is an orphan. Is that right? Yes. So tell us about correct. Earwig. So the movie outline of the movie is this orphan earwig gets adopted by these 
strange adult. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and so she, the woman says that she's going to teach Irig magic, but she doesn't. And so Irig is trying to find a way to make them do whatever she wants. And along the way, she is very mischievous. Yeah. And it's really, really exciting. And the ending is definitely interesting. And Ooh, some, I'm excited to watch it. There's some rock and roll in there too, right? There is. Yeah, yeah there's a song, Casey Musgraves sings yes. it. Which is really, really cool. When I found out that she voiced that role, I was in the middle of a recording session and I dropped to the floor. <laughs> like I was like almost in tears because I love Casey Musgraves. Wow. Because she's amazing and I love her songs. I was really excited. A, gr- a great cast on this as well. And again, this is a Japanese feature that has been brought to the States and dubbed in English. So now when you, when you, when you recorded this, did you hear the Japanese version at all or no? I did. Okay. They played, so for each line, they played the Japanese version. So I know like when to say the line and not really how to say it, but just so I had some sort of reference, but the director and like, not the whole creative team, but a few people were on a Zoom. And so he directed me. Um, so I did I did hear the Japanese version um, before I said the line. So are you, are you watching this on a screen as you're recording it? Yeah, there's this big TV in front of me. And then there's this little iPad that has the people on the Zoom. Oh, wow. And then there's the iPad that has a script. So yeah, there's this really big TV that shows me what the movie is looking like when I'm saying the line. Oh, do you have to like match up the lips? Is That's cool. Do you, yeah, yeah, and it's so hard because I have to match the Japanese lips and not the English lips. That must be cool to do. You ever seen the Godzilla movie? No. Like a Japanese yes. one? Wait. And, yeah. and, and they're like, they're, their voice, it's like, they're like, he's coming. And the voice is the second one. So the lips are like five seconds later, you know. Um, of course, they've gotten a lot better at dubbing. But back in the day, those movies, the dubbing was just awful to almost where it was, it was kind of, kind of. Well, they tried. Yeah, they, they tried. tried. I mean, it's they got good. it. They got it. But it's, I love foreign films. Love foreign films. And the subtitles are, are good. But it's, you got to be careful not to get caught up in the subtitles. It's kind of complicated to watch a foreign film because there's a story. Exactly. Do you agree? Yeah. Um, yeah, during quarantine, like in March, April, like new quarantine, like the start of everything, I watched so many like foreign movies. But the thing is, in like a couple of like the um, action ones, I was trying to keep up with like the action, but also the words. And there was no dubbing; it was just subtitles. And I was like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" And they don't, they, they don't really always good. they don't always translate everything. It's like it's like what did yeah. they say? There's no subtitle. My friend. I want to say hi to Matteo Malinari. Matteo is uh, an actor. He's a a filmmaker, director. He uh, did a um, a movie called Bad CGI Sharks, which is uh, it's uh, it's on the film circuit. It's really really funny. But he has a very unique job. Uh, he's from Italy. He's Italian. Lives out here in Southern California now. He works for Netflix, and he anything you see on Netflix, he translates it into Italian. No way. So he types he, he, he enters all the all the all the subtitles and does That's it. so cool. It's amazing. And again, it's it's a challenge as well because it's a language thing. And again, we're going off a little bunny trail here. But the translation on the stuff 
when we talked about, you know, not watching all the subtitles and trying to stay up with the, the story, he had to translate the Umbrella Academy. So, into Italian. Whoa. Yeah. So, can that's, you... Can, can you, is, you can find can, these translations on Netflix? I'm not... I'm Italian, it, it, but I'm not... Italian, fluent, yeah. But, but, you know, again, our words are different than Italian words sometimes. Yeah. So, the challenge is trying to find the right word so that so they'll understand it and not get offended and turn it off. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. That's but, like, that's a very pressuring job. But yeah. He does it all Ooh, from his I'm house. Sure it's great. It. Great guy. Um, but anyway, I bring that because again, the, uh, the whole translation thing for you, cause you're doing it in English now with a British accent. So there's yes. that. And um, behind all that, the volumes turned down and they're talking Japanese. So did the whole cast have a British accent? Yes. Um, there was a dialect coach to help me and Casey Musgraves. Um, because the other two people, or no, the other three people, Dan Stevens and Richard E. Grant, both already had an accent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but there was a dialect coach that could help me and Casey through, like, the lines and helped Casey through the song and everything. Um, but we did this thing with a cork. And so if I, like, couldn't really get the sounds of, like, the vowels or something right in a British accent, um, I would put the cork in my mouth, and she would have me say the line three times, really over-articulated. And every time that I would take out the cork and say it, it sounded perfect. And it was crazy how, like, she knew that it would work. I think that's a common, was, I think that's a common tool. I've heard about that before. The yeah, thing. I had never used it before. I thought it was really interesting. Emma's eyebrows mm-hmm. are like way up right now. She's like, I, yeah. I um, love doing British accents, um, but I never. Good. You could use a cork, like a cork from like, like a bottle. Yeah, a bottle. Yeah. I just put it. Okay. Wow. Make sure there's no. <laughs> make sure there's no wine on it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, wow. So this is a whole new experience for you. Again, the movie we're talking about, guys, is Earwig and the Witch. Taylor Page Henderson's our guest. She plays Earwig, the title character, a lovable orphan who uh, finds her way. And again, these strange folks are actually, well, she's a witch, I guess. But Ooh. you don't, you didn't uh, learn anything. The cat, again, is amazing. It's so cool. This took you how long to record? Two and a half weeks, I'm wow. pretty sure. Yeah, every single day, two and a half weeks. How many hours in a shot? Um... The first few days were like two and a half, three and a half hours. Oh, wow. But as we kind of really got going, it was eight hour days. Oh. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. I was so tired. It was fun. What was your, uh, what was your voice prep as far as uh, throat coat and all that stuff? Lots of tea. Yeah. Chamomile. It's really good. Chamomile, yeah. Um, and just warming up my voice every day because even though it's not singing, it still applies and like really helps with if it's going to strain, it won't strain as much because your voice is warm and honey too. I really went heavy on the honey, Good. those things. But I also had a few times where I did have to scream and like really get raspy in my voice. And I almost lost my voice by the end of it. Oh my goodness. One of the upsides of the pandemic Nobody's getting the flu. Everybody's been, been you know, yes. quarantined and whatnot. So, again, sore throats and coughs and all yeah. of that. The other Not sicknesses, like, seem to go away. Yeah. So, I mean, um, <laughs> for, for voiceover stuff, 
you know it, that your voice is your is your tool, and you uh you get sick while you're out, you know, for out of commission for a bit, <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah, it's misters and humidifiers and all that stuff. So you did this again. You recorded this last year, obviously. Yes, twenty twenty. Again, the waiting again. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting, and then you get the word yeah. that it's gonna be released. Tell me about your emotion as far as uh, when you found out that the movie was going to be released and excitement. Um, well, I didn't know what day it was going to be released for a while, but we did know that it was going to be released early 2021. And by early, I really thought, oh, March or April. Like, it yeah. won't be earlier than that. But my mom figured it out. Well, no, my agent emailed and she knew. So then she posted about it real quick, and then she came and showed me the post, and I was freaking out, but I was really, really excited. I called my I called my best friend, and I was like, oh my god, you better get your tickets right now, and oh my gosh, it was, it was crazy. I was really excited. So yesterday, the premiere, mm-hmm. you guys, you went, you had your mask yes, on. Yes, you did. I see you, yes. you signed some autographs, I see as well. I did. Oh, a cool. lot of my friends were there from people that I know from here who were there. And the workers at the movie theater were looking at us very strangely. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't really care. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. Don't ruin the moment. But so, like- yeah. my We had a lot of family friends and a lot of my friends were there. And they made, one of my friends made me this poster because he's like a computer whiz. And he made the poster and he had my headshot and a picture of me in the booth and my name. And it was so cool. Those are awesome. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And so people kind of took one and asked me to sign it. And I was like, no way. It was really cool. And we took a lot of pictures. That's really cool. Um, it was it was crazy. It was how long great, is how long is the movie? But how long is it? Um like 80, 80 minutes. Okay. So a little under an hour and a half. Very good. Happy moments. There's some sad moments probably as well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and um, spoiler. And you brought no, this no, no, no. No, 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 I mean, this is a, an amazing. It, the time is right for this movie, and now theaters are starting to open up in some places. Still, no theaters in LA yeah. or in New York, but uh, yeah. Texas is wide open, so um, it, it's definitely in there yeah. and other places lucky, as well. Lucky, lucky, February fifth, you can see mm-hmm. *Earwig and the Witch* on HBO Max, which will be awesome. So, in the comfort of your own home, social distanced, and uh, the size of TVs now, it's going to be like you know, the movies anyway. You know, yeah. So, um, but um, very, very cool. So, what's next for you now? You've done um, again a lot of stage stuff. That's kind of on hold right now. And then uh, the movie *Irrig and the Witch*, um, and you're pursuing uh, voiceover as well, right? Yes. Um, obviously, voiceover is steady stream yeah. right now. So. Obviously doing those really often. And then pilot season is coming up. That's right. So a ton of self-tapes, which self-tapes aren't my favorite, but, I mean, what is she going to do? Because obviously nothing is really I've open. I've learned to love the self-tapes. Yeah. We're, like, good friends now. Me. 
because I haven't. Oh, so I need well, you'll make friends with the salt tapes. They're <laughs> fun. Lots of laughs in between takes, and but nothing compares to an in-person adrenaline rushing, rushing edition in front of people, live people. It's, Imagine that. So you I both, know. you guys both like being up, going in person, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of it's so much better. <laughs> And, of course, voiceover is, the audition process is totally different. And, um, oh, yeah. And stage stuff as well, you know. Yeah. But um, the um, the voiceover, definitely, there'll, there'll be a lot of different things that you, you can audition for, for sure. Yeah. Maybe not as huge as Irrigan the Witch, but small stuff. Yeah, or, or, yeah. Or PSAs or commercials or video mm-hmm. games. Uh, we, yeah. had, we had we – um, Cedric L. Williams on here, and he's actually done stuff, um, uh, voices for a uh, feature called Droners, and it's uh, Jet Walkers in it, OG Banks. These guys are all wonderful voiceover people, and Cedric's done toys. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's, that's, that's that's pretty cool. You PSA, to, you, everybody, wear a mask, be safe. Yeah, yeah. You go <laughs> you go into a store, and your 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 name, your, your voice is on a toy. That's pretty cool. That's so, super cool. That's so cool. In my yeah. dreams. In my dreams. And I and I th- <laughs> I think as technology um, evolves and it has, there'll be oh, more yeah. opportunities for you. So for that. So yeah, voiceover gonna be a thing. We're gonna yeah. uh, wind down in just a second here. I want to remind folks as well that Taylor Page Henderson can be heard as Earwig in the new feature film, animated feature that is. Earwig and the Witch in theaters now as well, heading to HBO Max on February 5th. Don't miss it. Incredible, incredible film by an incredible actress who has just done it all. Stage, screen, dance, singing, voice, all that stuff. And how do you you and Emma know each other, by the way? We we met at Young Broadway. Yeah, at Cabaret, right? New York City. Yeah. Yes, like two years ago, but that is very crazy. nice. And okay, wow, I know. <laughs> so I, which was really crazy as well. I did Matilda before Young Broadway, which oh. I was like, hmm, because a few a few months ago I came to the realization that oh. Yeah, and that was crazy because, I don't know, it was just weird because I I got my times mixed up, and I was like, no, I did Young Broadway before Matilda, but I didn't, <laughs> which is so weird, and so it's crazy. It's so crazy. That was, but that was a great cabaret. I know. It was so fun. And Young, like, I was like, ooh, I say I'd rather be me, and I think you yeah. saying times are hard for dreamers. Yeah. That's a beautiful song. I, it's, I, I like that song. But yeah, cabarets. Thinking back to those good, good, good old days. Have you done uh, the early yeah. night show with Josh Church, Josh Churchin? Uh, I have. Have you? I did the early night show. Yes. A few months ago. Yeah. It was so fun. Josh is great. Josh is great. And Emma, you I know my, you, you know my favorite, virtually. you know my favorite Broadway song. You know what it is. You already know. Oh wait, Broadway Baby. No, my favorite no? song. My favorite song. Did I sing it? No, I sang Suddenly Seymour. Oh. My favorite. And as I think, as I hear that song, that is the ultimate love song. I mean, you think about it. 
It's a great, great. You ever seen the stage play, Taylor? Uh, uh, Little I Shop haven't. Of Horrors. Oh, you might have either. The stage play, definitely different from the movie. Although Steve, yeah. Steve Martin's hilarious as a dentist, but uh, yeah, amazing, amazing. And it's, again, so much phenomenal music out there from Broadway and plays and and uh, just it's whether it's Cats or The Lion King, The Producers, Fun Home, Matilda, Annie, Gypsy, Ragtime, so much out there, and you both of you are just uh, just killing it out there. Uh, and um, thank you making names for yourself and Taylor Paige Henderson you are the real deal again voiceover definitely um, a win-win for you in this instance with Earwig and the Witch yeah how could they fo- how can they follow you on, on social media Taylor um my Instagram is at Taylor Page Henderson and my Twitter is at Miss Taylor Page and my Facebook is also Taylor Page Henderson. You're on the web as well at TaylorPageHenderson.com. Yes. All right. And IMDb, of course, as well. Will you come back on and visit us? Of course. I know you will. I had so Definitely. Much fun. This was so fun. And, and again, I'm I'm honored to have you on and to have Emma Thank you so much. co-host as well. Emma, how do they follow you on uh, social media? Well, you can follow my Instagram at official Emma Berardelli. And also, I got a Twitter. I just reactivated it after like three years. Oh, cool. So I'm very excited about that. Emma Berardelli. And my Facebook is also Emma Berardelli. And my website, www.emmagraceberardelli.com. And finally, my TikTok, because I love parting it up on TikTok. <laughs> Emma Broadway Baby. I dance on there every couple of weeks. I'm not the best, like... I'm not that active, but I will have some fun on there. Very good. What a great, great show tonight. Taylor Paige Henderson and Emma Grace Berardelli, I thank you. Thank you, and congratulations, Taylor. Thank you, Emma. Check it out, guys. Don't forget, Earwig and the Witch, now in theaters. Earwig and the Witch starring as Earwig, Taylor Paige Henderson, hitting HBO Max February 5th. Taylor and Emma, thank you. Thank you. That's Thank a wrap. You. That's a wrap, folks. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.